0: It's all hollow sea. The moon is full.
1: back, my friends, to the In Obscuria podcast, a podcast where we exhume obscure rock and punk and metal, and we put them in one of three categories, the lost, the forgotten, or the should have been. and the fourth category, the beheaded. Maybe not.
2: Black, 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 <laughs> number one. That
1: crooner over there, that's Robert Harrison. I'm Kevin Williams. We're back again yes. for another another fun month of
2: Goth-tober. Love it. Been looking forward to this for uh, 11
1: months. We've been talking about it for that long. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> we love Halloween here on the In Obscuria podcast. It just really fits us well. And I just noticed not only did the lights just get dimmed in here. In the old catacombs. Yes. In Studio B. But also, as I was walking in, I could smell that scent in the air. Mm. October's here, and I smelled Pumpkin decay. Pumpkin spice? No, no. It was decay. Oh, oh, sorry. And rot. That
2: was my trash. You walked past my trash can. Oh, oh, shit. Time. I, I uh, thought yeah. it was Halloween. No, okay. I need to get one of those companies that comes around and ah, washes your garbage see, yeah, can for you. Oh, yeah. The height of excess is to pay somebody to come and wash your garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. What went on with you this week that the folks out there need to know about, Robert? You know, I had a good day today. I did not set myself on fire. I um, saw some... Unlike yesterday.
1: I saw some posts where you... Yesterday burned, was not a, not a good day. You burned some more
2: shirts, it yeah, looked like. right around my stomach, welded something on the workbench, and then turned back around and leaned up against it. Just Ooh. enough for my shirt to touch it. Ah! And you always notice, like, I'm looking kind of horizontally, and you notice this flicker of light coming down near your groinal area. Because you have the mask on? Yeah, I got the mask on. Then you kind of flip it up, and you just see this flicker of light down below, and you're like, hmm, that's the no no zone for fire. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's not stop, drop, and roll, like somebody suggested. When it's near that area, it's just flail around and. <laughs> do whatever you can to get the fire out. Screaming memes. Yeah. So i ruined a good shirt yet again and I need to get some more t-shirts. So you're the master of paraphernalia and mm-hmm. memorabilia. Yes. It was not a band t-shirt. This was a, it Was not a, no, this is like a an thrift store shirt. shirt. No, no, no. I do not okay. wear those to work. You know, come mm-hmm. on. Those are for fancy parties. And those are actually hanging on holidays. hangers yes. in your closet. Exactly. Yes. But no, this is a cool shirt because the thrift store and it looked cool and I'm down to like two cool t-shirts, but cool t-shirts that I would wear to work. Got it. Not just trash like, you know, I gotta look good when I'm down in the workshop by myself.
1: So you just happened to be wearing yes, a We are both the swear t-shirt yes. with blood splatter. That was our that perfect second shirt that we we ever produced. That, that you you probably, made the shirt. Yeah, I I didn't do that particular logo cuz Oh, you didn't? Really not much to it. It's just a script, oh, okay. but that was something that Elizabeth, the singer in the swear gave yeah. to me and then we added the blood splatter. Well, that pretty much sums so cool.
2: up the band right there. You got the band and blood splatter. Yeah. And that's just Pretty it. Much. That's all you need to know.
1: And I am also wearing a Swear T-shirt. I'm wearing my own band's T-shirt. I'm just yes. like Iron Maiden. Nerd! <laughs> <laughs> this is my that's favorite right.
2: one. That's right. They do wear their own shirt. <laughs> they wear their own shirt. I forgot about that. They're like
1: the only band that does that. Yeah. Every other band's like, oh, it's not cool to no, wear No, it's shirt. definitely
2: not cool. Although I think we did that a couple of times. I don't care.
1: You know what? It's you made free cool shirt. Shirts.
2: Yeah, it's free, but you also made really good-looking merch. I so spend, was, spend a nice. lot of
1: time on this stuff, yeah. so might as well wear it.
2: But yeah, how about that? We're representing that was so yeah other than setting myself on fire it's been a quiet week working in the shop it's sculpture season so spending hours and hours welding and cutting and pasting and making things
1: and i want to talk about that sculpture but hold a little bit i want to talk about it here in a few minutes speaking of the swear i'll just go ahead and say we are going back on the road at the end of this month of october we're doing three dates in atlanta charlotte and
2: savannah just the Bermuda Triangle of music, right yes, there. Yes,
1: just you know, just hitting the local spots. Yep, should be fun though. Getting back out there with Kent, our boy Kent. Savannah's usually
2: pretty good party town. You should have fun there. Yeah, I think. It'll I don't be know be a anything about. Char- say Charlotte.
1: Charlotte. Yeah, we're opening all three. We're opening for David Cook again. Okay. Like we did last year, we did a run of shows with him I've in the north. Driven
2: through Charlotte numerous times, but never spent any time there, so I can't tell you anything about never. that. Atlanta. Yeah. I know a little bit about Atlanta. Yeah, so
1: if you're interested at all and you're near any of those towns, I'll be throwing out the dates probably next week. Mm -hmm. Give you those dates. Because if I give them to you now, you're just going to forget them. Yeah. There's no reason for to them. Go get something to write with and then we'll repeat it later on. Yeah, and then you'd have to rewind. And I know nobody skips on this thing. No. Never, never. never, Every second is worth listening to. That's right. So, speaking of obscure things mm-hmm. i was at work yesterday i actually drove into town i went to work i'm trying to do this eh, two to three times a week mm-hmm. go into the office and as i was leaving i'm riding down there's this whole new west atlanta area right now oh, it's really changed. happening it's
2: cool yeah it's changed a lot back
1: in the day it was just all industrial but it's just a cool happening spot now and it's near where i work and i'm driving home down the back road that is marietta boulevard mm-hmm. and i had to do i did like a double take and i'm like shit what did i drink because I thought, oh, something's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. Honest to God, I am getting ready to cross over one of the main roads and there is a cowboy on a horse with six shooters and everything strapped on like Mm -hmm. he just came out of a movie set. And maybe he did, yeah, but he was in... Going across the intersection At least on was, a horse. He, he
2: was going through a crosswalk. He wasn't he was jaywalking. Going through
1: a, he was going through a crosswalk. You know,
2: it's okay to ride a horse. You don't want to jaywalk on a horse. That's two tickets. Have you ever seen a cowboy
1: downtown Atlanta on the west side?
2: F- fully armed. <laughs> fully six shooters. Yeah. Yeah.
1: On, on his side. I was like, what the hell is going on? I mean, we do make a lot of movies here, but yeah. I didn't see a set anywhere.
2: I was west, it is West Atlanta. Is, I mean, are well, they taking it true. literally? Maybe it's a Western. They're getting taken a little bit too far with that. Most y- bizarre we, thing I've seen. We had a, a young lady on a horse ride it to the grocery store next door to the firehouse. Was I walked she naked? over there. No, oh no, this is Smyrna. We don't. Uh, I thought it's you small town. I thought you were about to get rendered. No, that's that's just in my mind. Thank you. But yeah, she rode her horse. There's a stable about four miles from here, and she rode it on the bike path between this, the horse stables and here, just to kind of prove that you can do it. It's perfectly legal for them to do that. So that means that the bike path is now full of poop, horse poop. This was a well trained horse. Mm-hmm. I I mm-hmm. asked her that. She's like, nope. It is well-trained i'm like okay apparently that's the thing i didn't know you could do that well
1: after you poop on the bike path go listen to pot of thunder cobras and fire growing up rock slam fest Decibel Geek, A to Z Radio, Metal Up Your Podcast, The Hustle, Disciples of the Watch, Podcast Rock City, State of America, Rock Strikes 10, Potter Than Hell, Podcast, The Kiss Room, Ages of Rock, Retro Zest Podcast, The Synaptic Empire, and don't forget about Monty, Monty's Rockcast. Come visit us at inobscuria.com, like us, share us, recommend us, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, go buy some of our stuff, and that's it. We're done. Done. That's it. All right. See you next week. All right. Later.
2: Seemed fast, was it faster than you? Mm, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll keep going we do a little bit more.
1: So, the stars have aligned. It is officially Gothtober. Yes. What you do
2: it better? Hang on. <clears throat> Gothtober. No, that, that wasn't good. I gotta. Oh, you need the to take, a, take You know what? Bourbon. Drink Goth-tober. a little bit of this absinthe here. Here, oh, yeah. try this absinthe here. <clears throat> oh. Gothtober. That was good Gadget. (laughs) I'll cut you next time, Gadget. Next time. That's totally where I got that from. Even though I was 23 when that was out, I was watching Inspector Gadget. Uh, Because you were like, I can build that. I can do that. I "I can build that I can watch this. Even back then, I knew something was, I was destined for
1: weirdness. Oh man. Well, we don't have to guess. We know what we're going to do. It's time. I think every Halloween we've started with this particular series. This is going to be episode 146. Everything turns gray. Goth rock. Nope. Slash through that. Not goth rock. Goth metal. Oh, it's one more thing. Volume rock. four. We're going to turn the amplifiers up a little bit mm-hmm. tonight. So that's why we had Mr. Peter Steele bringing us into this episode love at the it, very beginning. It. So we've done three goth episodes over the last two Halloweens. Oh, a and have a- yeah, well, I'm about to say, we had, we did two episodes, two Halloweens, and then we had a, a little special episode in April. It was a preview. With Brent Zias. Yeah, that's right. Where he brought, us, he brought us a bunch of really cool goth that It music. was good stuff. I have to come yeah. and listen to that again. Now, we've played a little bit of metal mixed in with that, but typically it's goth rock or punk. And today we're going to focus on the metal. So we've done a 2 porter on the mission that's also considered goth rock. We've done an episode about typo-negative. We did that last Mm -hmm. Halloween. So we're going to continue on that journey with typo-negative. We want to cover a little bit of what is goth. I, if you don't know, go anywhere in any town that you are and find the people that are in the corners wearing all black mm-hmm. and then ask them what goth is and they'll they'll probably tell you.
2: I don't know. They might not talk to you. They're, they're, they're too cool. That's true. Goth- yeah. Goths are cool. So
1: it kind of came out of the post-punk glam shock rock in the UK in the late 70s. And it kind of shifted towards darker music with gothic overtones, dark sounds, minor chords, lots of reverb. Dark hair. Everything black, Mm -hmm. none more black Baritone vocals for the most part A lot of Jim Morrison type vocals In goth rock you get a lot of electronic music as well So a lot of keyboard textures And arrangements around Kind of symphonic arrangements But a lot of times done by keyboards And that's even taken further into the metal world as well So Mm -hmm. it's going to be kind of interesting trip We're going down today A lot of dark romanticism, tragedy, melancholy Mm -hmm. Morbidity, true joy in the macabre The grim and the ghastly that sounds good. That man. is good. Yeah, yes. it sounds really good. All right. Take me there right so now. So that's where we're headed. Before we get into this, there's also fashion that's goth. Mm-hmm. You know, well, We're not going to really talk about that, but there's also architecture and
2: sculpture. And maybe you can enlighten us on some... <laughs> sculpturing that you're doing yes yeah, so this podcast has influenced me in many ways to go and research all kinds of cool music but it also got me interested in researching architecture after we talked about goth or gothic music that has nothing to do with gothic architecture necessarily goth But the visuals do apply. Now, the visuals came in after that, but two different things, and I had to kind of refresh my memory. What was gothic architecture? And so lots of nights of rabbit holes looking at gothic architecture, studying again details what makes gothic versus Romanesque, versus this or that. And so then I started wanting to build more gothic sculptures. And I don't know why I just started making gothic windows, these metal windows, uh, one after another just making them. It was during the middle of the pandemic, so this was a time we were looking for things to do, and so I got into this gothic architecture and the music at the same time. So all of a sudden, I became really interested in goth music and had never really given it much of a listen, other than a few hits that we all know about. Bella Lugosi's Dead. Okay, yeah, you heard that a million times. The bell every, every Halloween. Just started doing deep dives into them typo negative, really just fixated on typo negative. Wanted to listen to every single thing by them. So that has led me to, right now I'm making, well basically it's the ruins of a gothic cathedral that I've uncovered in my backyard. So we're talking an actual gothic cathedral that's slowly being unearthed. It was probably left there by aliens hundreds hundreds of years ago as a place marker. So when they came back and conquered Earth, they would know where the coolest places were to settle first. Mm. And so it's gothic architecture designed by an alien. So you have to it's a little bit of a twist but I've got the beginnings of that in my uh, shop uh, it's about a 12 foot tall gothic arch that it's you know my twist on what a gothic gothic arch designed by aliens would look like.
1: And I've seen some posts. Now, did you do those posts on the In Obscuria site, or are you just putting them under you?
2: No, I think those. I haven't put those on uh, In Obscuria yet, but I can go back. Yeah, I was so waiting to get a little more material. As as this episode drops, maybe yeah, you that'll could be put good. Some, that'll be a good time to start there. That. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But I've got more accomplished. So by the time this drops, you'll actually be able to see some progress. So truly aligning mm-hmm. with
1: today's theme, you have been doing gothic metal. Yeah. Yes. Working, Dude, yes. Literally. Literally. Like, uh,
2: you know, literally. Uh,
1: <laughs> been doing that, yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about some more mainstream maybe goth metal acts that get brought up a lot obviously we're not going to play all of these bands because you may have already heard of them we've done a lot on typo negative but Mm -hmm. that is a band that comes up you do a google search on gothic metal they're right up there
2: and i'm okay if we do it again and again and again And we'll we'll have to figure out our way of doing it though
1: we'll have some degrees of separation some snippets getting back to typo and peter Steele obviously brought us into this episode one that i don't usually think about as being a gothic band just because of where i lumped them in my or categorize them in my brain is evanescence are considered a gothic metal Ooh. I'll have to think about that.
2: And I think it's mainly I, I the lead singer. I think one it's, mainly, songs.
1: it's mainly her because what always got me about that group, I never totally got into them, but didn't they have like a really bad rapper on well, some Well, yeah,
2: songs? he he left the band. It was I don't. Once again, I've only heard that original song that got them a lot of radio play.
1: That was the one with the really bad rap. And, and then
2: yes. he is no longer with the band because uh, imagine that all his part was wake me up. You know, that that's your job. Yeah, that that is one. your whole job right there is to yell that in the mic and I'm sure there some tension after she got all the attention and he's no longer with the band yeah so they're considered a goth metal yeah. band but she's got an amazing voice
1: she's done collaborations Amy with other Lee? artists is Amy that right? Lee yeah I think it's Amy Lee yeah I don't it's know
2: much of really them really powerful I, voice maybe I should dig in a little and bit and she's collaborated with a few other artists recently and it, yeah the, the subsequent releases there's no I think that rap really is dated now it's just even though it was a little bit in the middle of the song it wasn't much but it just it was enough to turn me off of their music yeah. forever yeah, yeah. <laughs> one little thing <laughs> You're like, yeah, so maybe nah. I should go back You and should go back and Now that I know
1: that He's, he's no longer in the band
2: yeah. He's working at Starbucks uh, Okay, good, good Good for him
1: Another band that comes up a lot, which if you're into heavy, heavy, you might know this band, Cradle of Filth is one that comes up. There's a band called Celtic Frost and they're more of an 80s band that was kind of the underground of metal. They're pretty heavy as well. I'll consider putting some Celtic Frost on here today, but it's mm-hmm. just, you know, sometimes there's just too heavy. Yeah. Like it's just... <laughs> it's just a lot of... If I, yeah, if I can't get any sort of groove at all from it, yeah. uh, maybe, maybe We've not We've got like pretty episode. similar taste than
2: that. We like really good, metal. We like heavy metal, but there's a tipping point where it's kind of, uh, okay, that's too much.
1: Yeah. I mean, I like this stuff, but I just, I didn't feel like it fit in with everything else I had. Uh, Another band, Lacuna Coil is one that comes up. Mm -hmm. I'm not super familiar with them. I know that they're fairly big. I just never got into them. A newer one, Ghost. Who yes. you've mentioned before. Yes, They've yes. done really well. They're kind of all over the place, but they're definitely in the goth metal. Mm-hmm. The whole look and everything that they do is it's just fantastic. It's like a band today who can actually creep parents out is Ghost. And at the same time, just like Alice Cooper and Kiss, they're kind of campy.
2: Well, that's the funny thing is you're creeping out parents that grew up on... Alice Cooper. The stuff that was campy that campy. freaked
1: out parents. Yeah. yeah.
2: The, they were freaking out their parents with those, and now they're getting freaked out by ghosts.
1: You put a guy in a Pope costume, and <laughs> automatically parents get freaked out. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's whoa, too whoa, much. Whoa. Skeleton too in a Pope much. costume. Too yeah, who's, who's saying, <laughs> blip, blip, worship the devil. Probably, oh, my God.
2: You're going to Psychiatrist. Yeah.
1: A couple of bands we've played. Him, we've played them before. H Y H I.
2: No, H-I-M. H-I-M, M. okay. Yep,
1: we've played them His Infernal Majesty. Oh, that's right. The 69 Eyes, we played them last year. They're, mm-hmm. they're doing better. Mm-hmm. Two that you may sort of consider goth metal
2: Rammstein. I could see that. Sort, I, mean, I mean, they're from... They're industrial. East, East Europe. They're German. German? No. Okay, well, maybe East Germany. Are they from East Germany at least? <laughs> Well, I don't think there is an East and West Germany anymore, well, Robert. But back in the day, thank you very much, there was <laughs> in the past.
1: And the other one would be the cult. Wherever you want to put the cult. I mean, are they metal or they rock? They got, right? they got they the goth. name. With the name, the cult, yeah. you get thrown in with all of that. And the fact that they were the Southern Death Cult before they yeah. were the cult. Yeah, that's pretty goth. All right, so we're not going to play any of those bands, but we are going to start with a band that is considered to be among the pioneers of goth metal, along with Typo. You'll see their names lumped together, but I would hazard a guess that you've probably never heard of Paradise Lost. No. Okay. English gothic metal band formed in 1988 and they've sold over 2 million albums worldwide over the course of their mm-hmm. 16 album 34 year career. So other bands have albums that sell 2 million but uh, still minutes. this is a goth metal band so they've still done really well. They're still when you Google it this is a band that comes up, and their fifth album, called Draconian Times, is considered to be the backbone of their whole career and their whole sound. We're going to play from that album. Okay. We're going to play a song from that one. And the album actually charted in the top 20 in several countries, including the UK and Germany. So they had a little bit of mainstream success there, and you're going to hear this a lot today. A lot of these bands... There's a steady progression from really heavy doom, death metal, death growls type mm-hmm. of albums when they first start. Because most of these started in the late 80s or early 90s, and they were just super heavy and not a lot of melody. And then over time, there's progression of getting more melody. Mm-hmm adding more goth into their metal and then maybe some of them going more electronic as well. Okay. And mixing all that in, which basically just kind of morph into more of a goth rock band, even though they're a metal band, but a lot of them have these doom beginnings. So lately they've gotten this band, Paradise Lost, they've gotten back to their death and doom beginnings. So Mm. they kind of did a full circle on the progression of their music. So they cite Maiden and Metallica, Southern Death Cult and Sisters of Mercy as their main influences. So there you go. It's the melting pot of metal and
2: goth top five right there
1: so let's play a little paradise lost again if you're really into gothic metal you'll know this band and you'll be like they're not obscure well for a lot of us they are so here is the last time from draconian times 1995
2: just like typo they appreciate a good sudden stop to their songs yeah you don't need to carry it <laughs> on when you're done just stop that took some getting used to listening to typo and always having to go back and check my phone or whatever was playing the music I'm like, what happened what, what, why did <laughs> that cut that battery all? died and then i realized oh he's just a jackass he likes to do that <laughs> which i appreciate so this guy's obviously a fan of glenn dancing mm. f- from a vocal yeah, standpoint you could, yeah you could probably say that and it went from goth rock to goth metal with just some of the chunk 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 of the guitar the, the atmospheric part of the guitar towards the end was very similar to just a goth rock song this but, was
1: a big departure for them Oh, was think of a, a band that was doing like death, death, metal, death before this yeah
2: so this would be way melodic yeah. compared to that but once again we talked a lot about goth rock and now this is that next step and that's kind of the slight difference I mean you get to metal with it and it's just metal heavy metal right. but you gotta have that goth vibe to it
1: yeah because all metal for the most part is somewhat dark and gloomy. That's kind of where it comes from, right? I mean, you you
2: get into hair metal, that's more the sappy, silly stuff going on, but the actual heavy metal we like to talk about. Yeah, serious business. Yeah,
1: usually it's it's coming from the... uh,
2: Talk about mountains and witches. That's
1: right. (laughs) Well, let's talk about mountains and witches. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to talk about a husband and wife duo because that's what I think of when I think of goth. Happy family, yeah. Yeah, it's like the (laughs) Munsters. And actually, this band called Bloody Hammers... Husband and wife duo. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> they They, um, if you go check them out on YouTube, the wife, Devalia, she looks a lot like Lily Munster. That's kind of her get up. Oh, and nothing she wrong looks with that. And quite nice. And then the husband is Mr. Anders Manga, or manga
2: Anders I like that name
1: yeah. Anders He looks like a Swedish Rob Zombie If Rob Zombie Were a Swede And had blonde hair That's, <laughs> like, that's clean, what this guy looks
2: clean like Clean cut with blonde hair Or Not just clean cut not no, he's, he's, just, he's got the oh, okay, beard he's, he's got all the He's got the stuff. Viking beard Okay everything. but just blonde Like but a Just blonde A, a beach bum Rob Zombie Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly It's kind of weird Hey he man does, He does the full pain
2: Sure go man And the
1: full uh, You know paint on the face And yeah. everything Getting a little Skeletal look To I'm his scary, face I'm
2: scary man Boo
1: So these You don't hear this Very often This is a Goth metal band From North Carolina <laughs> And not
2: just North Carolina. It's hard to be goth when it's hot. Have you noticed that? It's not easy.
1: Well, it is. Your mascara runs. But listen, it is if you're from Transylvania County, North
2: Carolina. Is there really a Transylvania? Are you kidding me? (laughs) I'm not kidding you. (laughs) How did I not know? There's a Transylvania County, North Carolina. (laughs) Why are? Is That's the, what
1: their bio says, man. It's got to be true.
2: I mean, is the town dressed up like Halloween all year long? <laughs> if it's not, I mean, we have this town in Georgia called Helen, Georgia. If you're not from anywhere around here, just Google Helen, Georgia. Back in the 70s, this is a complete tangent. Back in the 70s, the town was dying out and there was no real industry. And somebody had the bright idea let's make all the buildings look like German Alps or Swiss Alps. And so they did. And all the buildings look like you're up in the Swiss Alps. And now it's a huge tourist trap. Cheesy as hell. Uh, it's a lot of fun, too. It's a lot of fun. Like Oktoberfest Goes you go for, for two months Yeah it's it starts ooh, Just we, like in Germany It yeah. starts in September We went there in our 20s Or early 30s For Oktoberfest And it was I ooh. go
1: about every other year we, we end up
2: over there We take the kids Yeah 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 No I'm talking about The time we all slept in a pile Because oh, right. we didn't have A cabin or anything We found a platform In the woods To sleep on And there was like A pile of six of us Because none of us had Decent sleeping bags We all had like Snoopy And Winnie the Pooh Sleeping bags from Walmart And we just It was fun anyway
1: Okay I just looked it up Trans. Pennsylvania County, North Carolina is a real thing. And, if, like I said, if they're not marketing
2: themselves to all the horror people and all that stuff, that they're just missing it.
1: it population of uh 33,000.
2: 33,000. 33, okay, somebody's yeah. got to have some good ideas to do some touristy stuff there. The, the college near there. So it's near Brevard, Brevard the, College. Are they the fighting vampires? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but that's awesome. Yeah, but it just doesn't go well when it's 96 degrees and you're trying to be spooky. It's just not the same. So I wonder if this band, the Bloody Hammers, I wonder if they
1: moved to Transylvania County because it was Transylvania yeah. County and they are like, well, that's our place. I don't care what it
2: looks like. I, don't I want that name. When I we mail out I'm our Christmas cards moving. this year, It wants. I need it to say it's from Transylvania County. Or maybe they're actually just from there. But anyway,
1: I first heard of this band on the Decibel Geek. Chris Sinzak played this band one time and I just thought, Bloody Hammers, that's great. That's a great name. I got to go check that out. They've had six albums and one EP to date. They're still around. Like I said, go check them out on YouTube. I didn't see that they toured or, I mean, they they're a duo, so I'm yeah. not sure how they're pulling it off live or if they're pulling it off live, but they have great album titles and song titles. So I'm just going to name a few of their song titles to let you know how goth metal they are. So their goth runs deep here in the Bloody Hammers. First song that comes up, if you were to go look them up, would be Let Sleeping Corpses Lie. Number two, Now the Screaming Starts. <laughs> Let me just <laughs> scroll down. Oh, here's a good one. A Night to Dismember. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've heard that one. They have a song just called Halloween. I mean, come on. Hands of the Reaper. I'm sorry. Hands of the Ripper. I thought it said Reaper at first, but that, yeah, either it, one It, it works. go
2: either way. Uh, I give them points both ways.
1: From Beyond the Grave. I mean, these are just, these songs just write
2: themselves. These are feature episode titles. You should just save that because all of those are podcast episode titles.
1: Yep. Now I'm going to play a song called Catastrophe, and this is from their album called Lovely Sword of Death. <laughs> it came out in 2016. So here are the bloody hammers from Transylvania County, North Carolina.
0: this
2: That was more solidly in the goth category. Goth metal, goth rock. Either one would have fit fine with that. Uh, His voice definitely was more in that atmosphere. The music was very Muse-like, mm. and which made me think, wait a minute, is Muse goth? Which I think you could make that argument.
1: And especially you could make that argument at the end of tonight's episode. Oh, okay, so I'm getting ahead of
2: myself again. <laughs> I'm good at that. I'm good at jumping three or four steps ahead and then yes. the backtrack.
1: Well, there's a little Easter egg I'm going to okay. throw at the end of this thing. And maybe it's not an Easter egg. Maybe it's a pumpkin. Pumpkin.
2: We're going to throw a little Ta- pumpkin. Th- pumpkin th- at at the is it going to smash when you throw mm, it? I sure hope mm-hmm. so. But I, I like that he's got the vibe he's got the kind of that low like you said the baritone voice and all the bright spots that was good so mm. Maybe what are the dark spots what is, is is his wife guitar player keyboard player so she plays bass
1: okay yeah and I, I don't i think he does guitars drums i don't know if he's programming the drums or mm-hmm. if he's just playing them and he's the singer and and writes the songs so i think she writes with him and just like great goth rock they kind of take that same approach of let the bass kind of drive it mm-hmm. and you've got that drive baseline going all the way through it. It's just very much in the, the sweet spot of yes. it, what Goth is. could be considered Goth rock, could be considered Goth metal. Next, we're going to do a band that has a direct connection to our favorite band, or one of our favorite bands, Typo Negative. Mm -hmm. So, this is a band from Brooklyn, and the band was formed in 2010 by Sal Abruscato. He is the former drummer for Typo Negative and Life of Agony. So, he was on the first three Typo Negative albums before he left to go join Life of Agony, Mm -hmm. which was another band that they're more alternative metal, but another Brooklyn based band that's heavy and was alternative in the 90s. And in this band, they are called A pell Horse Named Death. We talked about them a little bit last year, but I had only just discovered them, because mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out, where did all the guys go from Type O? Did they continue doing the same type of thing that Peter Still was doing with them, or did they go do other things? Well, here's the drummer, the very first drummer, who, by the way, never played on any of the albums, because remember, they programmed all the drums.
2: Oh, that's right. That's a weird story.
1: <laughs> so bizarre. But that he never actually played on the albums, but he doesn't play drums in this band. I think he plays a little bit, but he's not known as the drummer he is the guitarist and singer in this band a pell horse named death and his singing style is very similar to lane staley at times i will listen to this and i'll go
2: damn that sounds like lane staley
1: wow which is pretty interesting given he was not even the singer in Typo Negative or Life of Agony.
2: So what, what time frame were we talking about? If he was after the first three albums, this would be early 90s?
1: Yeah, so he left right after, or left right in the middle, actually, of the Bloody Kisses tour, which is Black number one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's when they had all their MTV success. Mm-hmm. And probably, you know, it was they were really on the rise. And they toured, I think, for two years on that album. And he left in the middle of it to go join Life of Agony. Now, Life of Agony, with their first album, they also were had that upward trajectory but they didn't maintain it like typo sort of did. yeah. Although Typo, you know, declined as they went on. Yeah, so he leaves in the early 90s, early to mid 90s, goes to Life of Agony, does that, and he doesn't form this band until 2010. But this band kicks ass. They're so cool, man. At one point, he had John Kelly, who replaced him as the drummer in Typo Negative. He had John Kelly in his band, A Pale Horse Named Death. So he had two drummers from Typo in this band at one point. They've had four releases so far from 2011 to 2021. I'm going to play from their latest album that came out last year the name of the album is infernum in terra and listening to the writing style of the music and just let me see if that puts a smile on your face i'm okay. hoping it does all right so here's a pell horse named death this song is called cast out from the sky
2: Absolutely perfect. That's amazing. That is the best of both worlds, right there, from Typo and Allison and Jane's. Even the guitar lead was a little bit of Cantrell in that. It wasn't just Lane Staley that. The voice of Lane Staley making an appearance there. Um, I wish I could have heard it with Lane Staley doing that, but you know Lane would jump up to that next octave up and just to really emphasize, like on the second or third verse, like he just had that amazing range that was just full of emotions. And and he, I think they also were equally annoyed with typo negative shortening their songs and their abrupt endings. <laughs> Because yeah. they just drugged that one out for another four minutes <coughs> little, You okay?
1: Took a little too much of the abseth
2: <laughs> Got an abseth of
1: abseth <coughs> Yeah, lightweight. Mm. Well, there's nothing like drinking poison. Mm. Yeah, that was uh, a cup of typo and Alison Chain. God, that two, was great. two departed lead singers, and I think they would both be smiling if they yeah, heard that.
2: Absolutely, I think they came together really nicely.
1: And I went and looked at the timing; it was a one-minute fade out. One nice, a full minute of fading. I loved
2: it. I loved it. It, it had me hooked. <laughs> I'm just listening, listening, listening. Because once again, I was ready for it to zoop, it just end. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Peter Still would have done. Yeah, but, yeah. but that was great. That yeah, Sal, sums everything up right there. Sal
1: took what he did, mm-hmm. and he continues on with it. I love it. So go check out A Pale Horse Named Death. Again, four releases, so you've got I'm some stuff to I'm listening to that listen tomorrow.
2: To. I am listening to that tomorrow
1: really, really good. Okay, we cannot do any episode that has the word metal in it, whether it's speed metal or thrash metal or any type of metal you want to name. We're doing goth metal, mm-hmm. but we're still going to throw in a Swedish band. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you gotta have the Swedes. You got metal in the title. So you gotta have lo- the Swedes. They're so good looking, you can't not talk about oh, them. Oh, yes. So, here's a Swedish goth metal band formed in 1989 and their first several albums again, same story, true death metal before becoming more of a goth band so in 1994 they started to transition out of that whole death growl thing Mm -hmm. not having any real melody (laughs) in their vocals which i'm cool with that but i like it when bands like opeth mix it up Mm -hmm. that i can tolerate but if it's just all that which that's why I'm not playing Celtic Frost, because... It's just all growl. Well, they're they're either all or nothing. I don't know. They're, yeah. yeah, but I got to have a little bit of melody. I got to have a little hint of groove in the metal, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it for me. That's me. So this band changed things in 1994. They released seven albums in total from 1990 to 1997, and then they went on a hiatus for seven years. So the lead singer, guitarist, who really runs the band, he put out albums under a different band name. He changed the name to Sundown, which which was one of the album titles of this band, Mm -hmm. Cemetery. So I don't know why. He didn't really change the approach of the music or anything. He just decided to stop making Cemetery albums and Cemetery's album Sundown came out and he's like, oh, I'm going to call the band Sundown, change the members and put out a few albums as Sundown. Yeah, you got the right to do that, I
2: guess, if you own
1: own it. Maybe he thought it would get him somewhere else. I don't know. It's kind of bizarre.
2: Most people just do solo (laughs) records. (laughs) Hello.
1: Now, in 2005, he reunited... The band as Cemetery, and he put out a one final album as Cemetery, and then he disbanded the band mm-hmm. for for good. And the reason he disbanded the band, this is his quote: He was dissatisfied with the people he was working with. Damn. So I'm just going to stop you doing it all You could have
2: sugarcoated that a little bit. Yeah. Hey, we had creative differences. I don't like
1: any of you. Therefore, I am just ending this yeah. and it'll never go forward again. That's cold.
2: Well, it's, it's, it's cold. Sweet, well, they so. are Cemetery. Yeah, so. Cemetery. That's, that, yeah. They're angry.
1: They changed their sound slightly when they came back in 2005. I like it better. So that's the one Cemetery album that I own because uh-huh. it, the others, his voice never really resonated with me. Mm-hmm. And the music was just sort of... Of, it was there. It was all right. But when he came back in 2005, it was a little more electronic, mm. and it actually added a cool vibe to their music. It, to me, it raised it up. So I'm going to play from that album. The name of the album is Phantasma. Again, came out in 2005. We're going to play a song called "Drowning Out the World." Hey,
3: hey, what's your name? Have I seen you before, little girl.
2: He liked to drag things out and just repeat the same thing over and over. That was absolutely gothy and doomy and medley, but it, it doesn't grab me as some of the other things. So it just kind of, like I said, a little monotonous. Yeah. It it's it's like that, creepy drug music. Yeah. It had that Marilyn Manson vibe, which yeah, for me totally. is not a good thing. Oh, okay. I mean, gotcha. he freaking paints his face and goes, you know who else paints their face? Kiss! kiss! Oh, a preemptive kiss connection. Wow. How about that? Here's your kiss connection Thank with a K. <laughs> I didn't hear what. I was waiting for it. I'm like, well, if you're not going to do it, then I'm just going to throw it in. Yeah, I'll just throw it in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. So, if cemetery is not your thing, yeah, maybe we'll go to Liverpool. Yes. It's dreary. Dreary. It
2: rains a lot there. Yeah,
1: Overcast. some famous band from there. I'm not sure their name. There's dead people there, right? And then there's this band. So this is a band that existed from 1990 to 2020. The reason I'm bringing that up, I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. They are a complete oddity for this genre tonight. In their 11-album career, they made a steady shift from doom to death metal to goth metal to progressive rock Ooh, to symphonic progressive pop.
2: Okay, I didn't see that one coming.
1: Yeah, so they completely changed. I mean, they started, when they formed, they started touring with a band called Cannibal Corpse. So you can assume what kind of music they were. By the time they ended in 2020, their music was very similar to 80s Pink Floyd. I mean, complete Mm. shift from death to Floyd. Okay, I got to hear that. Yeah. So the band we are talking about is called Ananthema. An, an, ananthema. Ananthema. Okay, I had to practice that. Which an, is a, ananthema. Which is, I think, another way of saying a wraith. Not ananthema, like a, a, a spirit. but spirit. Yes. An anthem. Okay. And I was supposed to see them on the 2020 Cruise to the Edge, but it got canceled. Some virus thing. So there was something going was like, on. I, I had the sniffles. And then the damn band broke up. Oh, son of a. The same year. Oh. So when they rescheduled the Cruise to the Edge, they were no longer on it. He got away. I love this band. And their strange background just makes them even Mm -hmm. more unique and interesting to me. So, of course, tonight we're not going to play anything from the Pink floyd progressive era. Come
2: on! Oh, I saved that for my birthday.
1: Yeah, we'll get there.
2: We'll get there eventually.
1: So, we're going to play the more depressing, atmospheric stuff that they started doing in their, uh, call it their third or fourth album. So, we're going to play from their album called Alternative 4, which came out in 1998. This is when they started making the big shift to more... More goth. And this band has been well, they were on the same label and they've been compared to another band called My Dying Bride. I don't know if you've ever heard no. of that band, but maybe no. we'll talk about them later. Hmm. God, that's Foreshadowing sad. perhaps. Hmm. But tonight we're gonna play Ananthema's fragile dreams. So settle in. This is a slow build. Okay. Yeah. We got it's time. I got goth metal. going on. Okay. Well grab your absinthe, sit down, everyone, and yes. enjoy.
3: I trusted you I let you back in Knowing yet in, yet in You know I should have loved But I, I
2: I like that, and I definitely want to hear some more of their other genres that they dabbled in. But that had what it needed to have to be included in tonight's podcast episode.
1: Yes, I agree. I had a feeling you might like them. In fact, they're a band that I really, really want to go deep on at mm-hmm. some point.
0: Now to me, now to me, nudge, nudge, now to me, say no more, say no more, say no more, now to me, nudge, nudge.
1: On one of these episodes, or that's maybe two of me. these episodes? That's fine with
2: me. I had a lot there, really. I, mean, I was drifting off, thinking about other things. that's very atmospheric as far as just filling up all the spaces in a nice way.
1: And they were always very kind of their topics are very depressing and kind of morose mm-hmm. all throughout their career. That as far as the lyrics and what they're they're singing about, mm-hmm. but you can sort of tell I think their progression of where they're headed. Mm-hmm. This is when that started to. You're goth, but you can tell they're going
2: to start doing a little more symphonic, a little more. There are elements of dream theater stuff. already in there, and yeah. I could tell they were wanting to take off, like they're ready to go, and they just kind of held back.
1: But their thing is, they even once they're full blown prog. Rock, they don't go to the notey stuff. It's more about the atmosphere mm-hmm. and about building these epic, long form songs mm-hmm. that take you on a journey. So that's kind of where they're headed. And one of the things they did to get them there, to get them from the goth to that, is they brought in the sister of the drummer to be the second singer. And when you add the female voice with mm-hmm. his and they do the, these amazing harmonies later in other albums, oh, I love it. You, you'll just, that's when you're like, oh, yeah, Pink Floyd. Okay. Because you get the amazing female vocals on top of the mm-hmm. male vocals and yeah those had the best backup and, singers oh yeah anyway band that i totally dig and i think we should revisit it at some point
0: green green wink wink not sign them all
1: okay all right so here's another uh, kind of weird band to put in this episode but i felt like it fit and this is a swiss band called dead venus and it's a power trio and they consider themselves to be <laughs> a mythical neo-progressive mixed with goth band yeah. I just consider them a goth metal band. Let's we'll just, just go keep with it that. Out, yeah. yeah, we'll just go there. So originally, this band was just a singer-songwriter project for the singer-keyboardist-guitarist Serena Telly. And she is very proficient on her instruments. She's very good. You'll mm-hmm. see in, in this song that she can play the hell out of a ham and organ. She can play piano. Mm-hmm. And she, just said, well, you might want to look her up. Okay. Yeah, she's attractive and goth looking at the same time and kind of crazy Viking woman looking as well. Yes. So it's very cool. That's my type right there. Yeah.
2: Crazy. It checks and all the gothy, boxes, doesn't yes, it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They've only had two releases, formed in 2015. They rely heavily on social media and YouTube for exposure and promotion. I don't think they're signed to any major label or anything. And that's exactly where I discovered them about a year and a half ago. I was just scrolling through YouTube and saw this video. So, Go check out their videos, okay? Dead Venus, because they kind of look steampunk. They mm-hmm. kind of look goth, and they are playing this kind of technical goth prog music. It's unique. It's cool. Okay. Or at least I think so. You may hear it and go, this sounds like shit, but I, I like it. I reserve the right to. <laughs> well, they've released another album this year that I do not have yet, so that's one that I want to add to my list for 2022. We're going to play from their 2019 album called Bird of Paradise, and I'm going to play the song Bird of Paradise. Here is Dead Venus.
2: Voice. I mean, she went from like a jazz singer in the verses, just very real light, light sounding, light, yeah, yeah, with a piano. It was, it was almost bouncy. Then all of a sudden, you kick back in the chorus, and it wasn't a screaming, powerful voice. It was just you could tell she's got some pipes and can sing. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty reckless. Thunder yep. Mother, a couple other bands we've talked about. How those the voices on those women are amazing. And yeah, you showed me a picture. it's Very Viking. Very Viking. And as soon as you yes. showed me the picture, then all of a sudden, listen. Listening to it, I'm like, God, that sounds like Viking rock almost. It could probably bleed over into that genre, Viking Goth. Yeah, Viking Goth from but, Switzerland. <laughs> and They went off course a little bit. They, they uh, went north. Yeah, uh, they settled. They settled. <laughs> this, this is fine. We'll stay here. We'll pillage this town. God, and the, the song took you know, all over the map. I mean, yeah, very progressive for started goth creepy, song. ended creepy. Yeah, kind of have this. It like, kind of brought you right back to the, the creepy. Middle. Yeah, it had yeah. different vignettes within the
1: song. Yeah, I totally dig that band. I don't know that they can totally be labeled any one thing but yeah. I felt like they fit in
2: here. Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right, I have one more for you. We've all right. already alluded to this band. So this is another genre originator. Kiss. It's not Kiss.
2: Oh, you had to get one in. You were, you could let me have all the thunder no, and had you to had to one. take it. Another okay. Kiss connection with a K.
1: And this band has nothing to do with Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> this is a band called My Dying Bride. So they're usually mentioned, if you M-D-B. Google goth metal, you will ha- see them mentioned along with Type O, Paradise Lost, and Ananthema. So they shared a label with Ananthema, and that label was called Peaceville, and they're part of the Peaceville 3 because Paradise Lost, Ananthema, and My Dying Bride were all signed around the same time and were putting out their death growl doomy stuff at the same time before they all went, whoa. Oh, Let's just go more
2: goth. Yeah. This is, hard. This is hard on your voice. Let's uh-huh. just sing. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole lot of dudes in the audience. Yeah. I want the Shoot. little goth girls. <laughs> little sausage fest out there. Let's, uh... <laughs> I mean, Peter actually did say that. Yeah, we, we did it for the goth girls. Yeah. He actually changed or wrote some songs to get more chicks in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little more groove to your music. Yeah. Uh, maybe don't scream as much. I mean, we stopped wearing the Stupid Mechanics coveralls because somebody said it you didn't make our butts look good. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. if the ladies don't like it, then we got to change that it's all about the
1: (laughs) buds this is a band from west yorkshire formed in 1990 they've had 14 releases from 92 to 2020 so they're still going my dying bride and they can be incredibly incredibly mellow and morose and just kind of draggy and then they can be death metal harsh just growly cookie monster so they're <laughs> all over the, all over the board.
2: Cookie Monster. Yes.
1: yes. Those are cookies laced with absinthe, of course. So I'm going to play from their third album where they started to go away from the growl growl stuff and started doing more what I consider goth metal. Mm-hmm. The name of the album is The Angel and the Dark River. All of the songs are oriented around water or sea themes. Yeah. It's kind of cool. And if you think about it, where they come from, there's a lot of water around them and it's raining and depressing. It is for the most part and yeah. they're part of the UK so makes sense to write this album and this song A Sea to Suffer In My Dying Bride 1996 Typo endings.
2: I was going to say they've got a lot of similarities and Jackass did that same thing, didn't give any warning. <laughs> very perfect mix of Danzig and Peter Steele for the voice. They had just a little bit of both of that going on and a little bit, I wish they had actually more of the keys in that. They, it was, they had it very lightly in there and I think it would have worked well just to go ahead and throw more of that in there because it was heavy enough. It could have supported that without getting too light and fluffy, but very heavy, very doomy. With his voice, once again, you just can't, there's just, no mistaking, that's just goth. Metal. Yeah, it's true
1: goth metal. I mean, it's a reason they consider them one of the pioneers of the whole movement. And it's... I don't go to them like I go to other bands. Mm-hmm. I have i only have this one album because the the things I've listened to. Either it's too dirgy or it's too growly for mm-hmm. me. But I can see where people would totally be into this. There's a lot of start-stop. I mean, how many yeah. different tempo changes that they have in that? And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I mean, Typo Negative did it all the time. Yeah, But their transitions to me aren't... They're They're a little more abrasive. Abrupt, yeah. Than typos, which is hard to imagine. It seemed
2: disjointed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a little disjointed. Yeah. And that's how their music is. That's their thing. That's
2: what Mm -hmm. they do. I couldn't keep track of where we were. I had... Yeah. Yeah. The songs we wrote were pretty much straightforward, just so I could remember where we were in (laughs) the song. (laughs) What verse? Did we have second verse? Okay. That's why we were not a goth metal band. No, 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 no. The polar opposite of that.
1: Yeah. So hopefully uh, this twist on the goth Series that yeah. we've done. Hopefully you still enjoyed this. Oh yeah,
2: absolutely. I, I, I'm looking forward to you releasing this podcast so I can listen to it again. Hopefully it got you in the mood for the season that is Goth-tober. Yes. Have you ever actually had absinthe?
1: I'm drinking it right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, no, I have not actually. I, I have a couple of times. What's the
2: flavor? Is there
1: a flavor to it or not?
2: God awful licorice. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. It is the worst tasting crap I've ever had in my life. So... <laughs> And it is a poison, right? It's uh, if you drink too much, you die. Well, the taste keeps me from drinking too much because it was <laughs> a struggle to choke down a couple of shots of it. But yeah, it was it was not good at all and did not have the desired effect that I was told it would. Mm. But I was at Burning Man. You can't tell what's going on, but <laughs> you don't know what's coming or going there. You, you probably had lots of other chemicals flowing yeah, through your like, system. I don't know. The one more to that mix was like no big deal. But yeah, it was just nasty taking, tasting liquor. Liqueur, but who knows? They might, might have been blowing smoke. But it's two different times, so two different people, and you know, from people that know about it, that I would trust, mm-hmm. you know, in that realm. But yeah, both times it's like, just give me a shot of bourbon. <laughs> well, maybe we'll pick up some absinthe here. We'll, for we'll do a test one of these tasting.
1: One of these episodes, we'll yeah, do a little we'll do a test a little tasting. Yeah, a test- okay. Any of our
2: friends have some extra absinthe
1: laying around? Give me a shout. Yeah, exactly. So I mentioned um, you might get a little teaser oh, yeah? muse that you mentioned. Some a little some musings, musings here at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so as we say a goodbye today, farewell until the next episode of Goth-tober, I will leave you with some musings from maybe their new album. They actually have a song called Halloween. Good, I'm glad they're going darker. Good. Yes. So until next time, people. See you later.